Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Knowing Him podcast. My name is Ray Peters, Senior Pastor of Community Church of Keystone Heights. 2 Peter 3.18 says, But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And that's my prayer for you, that as you listen to this podcast, you would grow in grace and you would know Jesus more and more. I really hope you're blessed by this episode. Virgin Mary, that that little vessel. Nine months later, the little vessel of Mary gives birth to the vessel that would house God incarnate. Think about this. God was placed in a vessel. One vessel got us into this mess. It took God becoming a vessel to get us out. So he became a vessel. He had to to face Calvary. It had to be this way. The Romans did not kill Jesus. He became the sacrifice for sin. They were the vessels that God used. The vessel had to be sacrificed. The the vessel had to take, take your sin and my sin upon him. He had to become, the vessel, it says, he became sin who knew no sin. The vessel had to become sin so that he could bear the wrath of God. All of God, all of the wrath, the fury, the holy terror of God fell upon that vessel as he was offered upon the cross. He died, he he gave up his life. He cried out, it is finished. The vessel has completed it. I've done my work, I've done my job. I came to do your Hebrews said Hebrews is there's a little powerful phrase that says in Hebrews here I am coming to do your will as the words of Jesus say here I am I'm coming to do your will I'm becoming a vessel so that I can please you so Jesus did the will of God he was crucified he gave up his life and they placed that lifeless vessel in a borrowed tomb didn't they at that point, that vessel was, there was nothing, there was no God, there was no deity in that vessel because it, he said, the Bible says that Jesus gave up the ghost, his spirit left. So all that was in that tomb was, was just the old decaying vessel. But I, but I just love how, how gospels say that it was a borrowed tomb. Isn't that nice? Borrowed. Because the tombs of Buddha, the tombs of Muhammad, they were placed in bot tombs, right? Because there ain't nothing left in those tombs but old dried up dust, old corpses left in, in those tombs. But it says that it was a borrowed tomb. Because as we just celebrated Easter, because on resurrection morning, the, the Spirit of God came right back into that, into that old decaying dead vessel. And that vessel became resurrected with the life of God. The vessel came, the vessel accomplished the will of God. That was was the agenda of God. Days later, you know the story, as you get into Acts chapter 1, Jesus, the vessel, is getting ready to ascend back into heaven. He's getting ready to shed the vessel because he's done his job. He's done his, he's going back. And in Acts 1.8, he says, go, be ye disciples, tell all nations. But then he says, he tells those disciples, don't go, but stay here for a little bit. 
Stay here until the promised Holy Spirit comes. And so those disciples, along with others, 120 in total, they found an upper room, didn't they? And they prayed. They prayed through that, through that time, that, that time frame. They're praying that, that they would become available vessels. They're, they're, they're crying out for the Spirit of God. They're crying out that God would fill them. They're emptying themselves. They're praying. They're, they're surrendering. God, we want to be empty. We want to become available vessels. But then in Acts chapter 2, verse 1, I love the first verse because it says, and when the day of Pentecost had fully come. I like that. When the day of Pentecost had fully come. All those vessels were in one accord, weren't they? They were in unity. And, and we know what happens because the Holy Ghost was dumped out. on The oil was poured out from heaven on that day of Pentecost. And those 120 empty vessels became filled with the oil. The church was birthed that day as Peter preached. 3,000 people were saved. The world was turned upside dirty. My vessel is, is broken. It's got cracks in it. God don't want my dirty, cracked, broken vessel. Well, notice I never said anything about the vessel having to be clean. All I said, and all we, from here, all we know is that the vessel just had to be empty. God's not expecting to receive clean vessels. Vessels that are all put, put together. Remember, he's the potter anyways. <laughs> you know, a lot of us came to God and we didn't even have a vessel. We, we, all we had was pieces that we brought to him, wasn't it? Because <laughs> the point is, is there are no such thing as clean vessels. God has, never, God has never had the privilege of working with clean vessels. All he's ever worked with since the beginning of time was broken, dirty vessels. That's what he's after. He's the one that puts the vessel together. He's the one that, that cleans it up with the washing and regeneration of the word. He's the one that'll put that, that wants to put the oil of the Spirit inside that vessel. And that invitation is for everybody listening, regardless of your background, regardless of whether you've ever trusted Jesus as your Savior, regardless if you committed the most vile sin, whatever, the invitation is just bring them what little bits you have. Let him put it back together. Let him put the oil. Let him put the oil in you. And maybe you're a Christian, and maybe your vessel Maybe this is what your vessel looks like right now, except the oil's not in it. It's the world. Maybe we've allowed as Christians. And isn't it easy to, to become distracted? Isn't it easy for the world to start coming, even into our Christian vessels? Maybe your vessel's full of the world. Maybe your vessel is full of pride. Maybe your vessel is full of your agenda, your will. Maybe this morning you need to empty yourself out so that you can become filled with the oil of the Well, thanks for listening. I hope you were blessed by today's message. And if you're listening and you've never received Jesus as your Savior, the Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right where you're at, you can ask Jesus to save you, to come into your heart, to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Just ask him from your heart.
He died for you. He gave his life for you. He will forgive you of all your sins if you just ask him. And I'd like to know if this has been a blessing to you or if you've received Jesus as your Savior. You can log on to our church website, www.ccokh.org, and go to the contact section and let me know. While you're on the website, you can learn more about our church. You'll see that we broadcast our service live every Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. We stream to the website and to most all other social media platforms, including Facebook Live, Twitter, and YouTube. So thanks again for listening, and I look forward to being with you on the next episode.